Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from chilly for the season, Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Dan. And I am Mark sitting in for Frank. Yeah, we've, we've had, we've, we've, you're the second in a row, uh, second week in a row we've had a, a filler in, and you're the second of the fillers in. I like to think I'm the first. I don't. I don't care for this usurper, Jake. <laughs> this I, pretender to the throne. I see. He's. You know. Uh, he did fine. Okay. He did fine. I feel like he did quite well. He did quite well. Uh, you know, technically, the throne is mine and Frank's. So uh, you're you're uh, you're uh, you're second in command or look, third in command or I'm, something. I'm first usurper. Your first usurper. He's only he's second usurper. I'm first among pretenders. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes. As long as as long as he knows his place. <laughs> indeed. In the brutal TGI hierarchy. Hierarchy. Yes, that includes even others, but you know, whatever. Whatever. I'm here now. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. You don't My have to time. worry about it. My. Uh, and what's really what what also matters is that Frank's not here. Uh, so. We wish him well in his endeavors. We wish him a speedy recovery. Yes, indeed. Um, from not an ailment. Coming up on today's show, later on, we're going we're gonna to be discussing uh, murder. Murder most foul. Murder most foul. Yes, yeah, slow uh, motion murder. Yeah, we're going to be talking about uh, folks who uh, don't get medical treatment for their chillins. Uh, in favor of praying to uh, an invisible buddy. Yeah, in favor of what's technically called uh, bullshit. Nothing. Nothing. Doing exactly nothing. Well, maple syrup and cayenne pepper is not nothing, buddy. Doing a whole lot of things that aren't the thing that will help. They, they season their children. They just don't get them <laughs> medical help. They marinate the children in yeah, hopes of that it'll... Anyway. Kind of a hot and sour corpse left mm-hmm. behind. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Uh, we're going to get to that later, though. Uh, first, why don't we tell a story or two? Yeah, buddy. You got some something for me? Well, I have a nice little little palate cleanser, just a nice little kind of entree into a, the stories. A this little amuse bouche. Amuse bouche. This is this is a perennial favorite of the show. This uh-huh. uh, <laughs> this ridiculous shit bag, Pastor Kevin Swanson. Oh, uh, he of of he would cover himself in cow poop outside his guns gun his, his gun's wedding his son's gay wedding right if his son were gay yes or his he, gun or his gun if his gun were gay yeah. he would cover himself he really likes cow poop is mostly the thing he's got a fetish that he needs <laughs> to go public with and yeah. whatever man there's a lot of colors in the rainbow you do you brother you do you because <laughs> um, nobody else will right but pastor kevin swanson compares gay people to nazis yeah and cannibals well i mean yeah they're both when you think about it they're both obvious they're both well they're all snappy dressers <laughs> Well, uh, you know those Nazis had were were their uniforms were designed by Hugo Boss. I so. told uh, a, a a friend of mine in the film business. I told him, Jewish guy, great guy, right. was going to was nominated for an award of some kind, and uh-huh. showed me a picture of him in his beautiful Hugo Boss suit that he was going to wear to the award show. I'm like, you know what Hugo Boss did? You know who else liked Hugo Boss? <laughs> and he was like, oh no, seriously? And he wouldn't wear the suit. Oh, you ruined it. <laughs> I for ruined him. it. 
Anywho, and then you're, and then he's, he shows you a picture of his Passat that he's going to drive there, and you're like, um, let me tell you something about uh, Volkswagen. <laughs> exactly, it's a Volkswagen. The cost was a Volks. So this this guy, uh, Kevin Swanson, yeah, uh, has said that Mark Twain was possessed by the devil. That the punishment, Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Oh, sure. Why not? Yeah, sure. Mark Twain was possessed by the devil. The punishment for reading Harry Potter books should be drowning. Uh, hates Girl Scout, like is alone in his hatred for Girl Scout cookies. Right. Um, and he said, and now he's on to this. He says, I know homosexuals love each other and cannibals love their victims. And the Nazis love, present tense, their children. Um... Mm. I'm cannibals don't love their victims they eat them yeah I mean and plus how what which cannibals is he referring to I don't know man I I, I mean is he referring to like the cartoon people that we saw on I you know on on Saturday mornings (laughs) like in the Looney Tunes or whatever the hair-raisingly racist stereotypes of Africans with Bugs Bunny peeling carrots in his bath yeah yeah, I don't know what he's—he doesn't know what he's talking about either. <laughs> but um, we've described him on the show before as a not successfully closeted gay man. Oh man, you listen to this guy's voice, and it's just like, uh huh, mm-hmm. Yeah, if you grew up in Utah, he sounds like every seminary teacher you ever had, <laughs> and you know what I mean, right? Yeah, my brother, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, Care, cool, careful on those my brothers. All right. Well, we are brothers. We are brothers yes. in Christ. Of course, we are brothers in Christ. But not, anyway, we are not uh, just to to tip our hand a little bit in terms of our uh, physiognomies. We we are we are not brothers. We are brothers. We are brothers. Uh, very very emphasis on our really important distinction. All right, brother. Brother. What do you got? Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> you Nazi, you. <laughs> you gay Nazi. I uh, do love my food. <laughs> what? I don't know. You, I don't even know what to make of it. You this. eat people. Just admit that you eat people, you queer. Well, Soylent Green is people. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to uh, the political realm mm. and and get to another... You know, it's just... Here's the thing. I'm fine with people having different uh, political and even religious ideologies from my own. That's okay. All right. Let's. Where are you going with this? But if you're going to believe X, you have to act X. If you're going to tell me that you believe that Christians need, that, that this country needs to be Christian and that Christian values are going to save this country and you're going to fight against the gays and you're going to fight against the blah, blah, blahs. Let me tell you something. You can't have been molesting little boys. That's yeah. that's just you just can't do that. So I'm talking about one Mr. Denny Hastert, mm-hmm. former speaker of our House of Representatives in this country of ours, who has now been sentenced to 15 months in prison, uh, not for molesting the boys, but because he illegally structured bank transactions uh, in an effort to cover up his abuse. the hush money, right? Yeah, yeah he is no longer uh, able to be sued for the uh, for for the 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 actual infractions um, of of molesting the boys, though he's he has admitted to it. Right, he's finally admitted to it. Yeah. He has finally he has now copped to it completely uh, in a court of law, and uh, and but but it, the statute of limitations is up, so he can't be tried for those crimes. So he's only going to fifteen months of prison, which probably 
for his real crimes, he would have been just in prison for the rest of his goddamn life. Um, and if he had been, then he couldn't have uh, conducted the prosecution of President Clinton in the House for sexual misconduct <laughs> while in office. Right, right. Yeah, that then he wouldn't have been able to do that. Um, mm. But instead, he took that nice high horse of, how dare you have sex outside of your marriage, sir? With a consenting adult, you cur. You bastard. Everyone knows you can't do that. Now, boys, on the other hand, are fair game. Yeah, as long as you're coaching them. Yeah, you know. Well, how do you, how do you propose I, I establish a bond with these young men whom I'm coaching wrestling? He's such, he's, and he's just such a shuffling old oaf. Oh, well, he's in a wheelchair now. and stuff. Well, I think he's hamming it up. Oh, I'm too weak to go to prison. Well, he did, yeah. I mean, he did try to, uh, you know, try, try to play up the whole... You know, I had a. He has apparently had a stroke in the last year, and like all Poor kinds choice of, of words, all kind of infection. Oh my god! Oh my what? Uh, anyway, horrible. yeah, he's had all these uh, infections and stuff. And here's the other thing, and I find this to be just as alarming. Like, yes, he was a. He's a criminal. He's a child molester. So many political politicos. Even current politicians yes. have been writing like amicus briefs to the court yeah. saying, "Be go lenient on him. I know that he's a good man. He was a praying man. He was a he was a good praying Christian." I know. It, I've seen that Tom Delay also recently out of jail, right? Uh, wrote in support of him. It's right. like, why do you guys have to just don't right. do anything? Right. You don't have to say anything. Right. Yeah. This is. It's okay to abandon your friend on this one. Yeah, or at least privately be his friend, but publicly don't go, you know what? Eh, some child molesting. We, we've all... Who hasn't you know, been there? I ran a yellow light. Look, I I had some shenanigans in my younger days. Oh, uh, the Navy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? God, it's just... It, 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 that makes it just more gross than it already had to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do like the the judge uh, sentenced him to, uh, yeah, he sentenced him to, what was it, what did I say, 15, 15 months, months and then $250,000 in fees, and then said... Uh, and he has to do his community service at coaching a youth wrestling team. <laughs> yeah. Which, which is, is so ironic. It's really strange. Yeah. It, that was a strange choice. Dumb move. Fart. Dumb move. Uh, he did say, uh, the judge, uh, Judge Durkin said... If there's a public shaming of the defendant because of the conduct he's engaged in, so be it. And I like that. Wow, that's like a judge from like a Punch and Judy show. Well, the shaming. I mean, well, I mean, people. I mean, he got all of these letters saying there will be so much shame if you convict him of this, if yeah. you send him to jail. And he, so like the judge kind of had to say, you know what? Fuck you. Right, dude's a criminal. That's part of. That's we have a criminal justice system. Part of a deterrent system of laws, right? right? Yeah, exactly. You, then other people, other politicians and coaches will look at him and go, "Oh, I could be shamed if I do this." Yeah, I better pull pull your pants up, Junior. Yeah, exactly. There's a downside cost to this. The judge Durkin also said, "Judge Durkin said the defendant is a serial child molester." Some actions uh, can obliterate a lifetime of good works. Nothing is more stunning than having serial child molester and speaker of the house in the same sentence. Did he say that? Yeah, that's, wow. that was a judge saying from the, from the stand who said that. 
Boy, that's some that is some meaty justice handed out by Durkin. Yeah, go Durkin. That's well, good. Somebody yeah. there's finally been some justice for people who suffered under that creepy old man's Yeah. <sighs> I mean, somebody but some victim made a million dollars off of it. And that's that's what that's what they finally got him on was just improperly doling out money which is funny because you know while he was in office he was oh yeah there were rules about not 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 going over like a ten thousand dollar withdrawal without explaining it correct so he was taking out as i recall he was taking out like nine hundred and ninety nine thousand dollars right or 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 nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars what did i say you you went higher than nine hundred million yeah four yeah he was taking out a dollar below right the reportable amount right and thinking nobody will ever suspect this what could possibly look weird about that he's listen He's a he's an asshole and he's a criminal, but he's also not smart. No, and he definitely demonstrated that in his years in the speakership. Yeah. So anyway, there we go. The, he's a bad man and he's going to jail. Going to jail. So and I, that's not even news to me, unless he like like you said, got on a high horse about fucking Clinton and about all these other right. things. You know, he hate the gays and yeah. whatever did the public morality of the of his party all those disgusting gays with their cannibalism with their in- engagement in sex with persons of the same gender and brunching oh wait yeah i know right <laughs> <laughs> well it's it, it, he's not he's not a fag no because it wasn't consensual <laughs> <laughs> That, Don't you? The logic works when you when you parse it out like that. Haven't you read the Republican platform? Yeah. All right. Well, let's go to something equally non-consensual and horrible. Okay. If you're done with poor old Denny, I don't consent to this. Uh, if you pinned him. I'm trying to make a wrestling joke, but I don't know sport. Um, <laughs> Provo, Utah. Brigham Young University. Oh yes, the the, a, the, uh, the the Mormon institution, the goodly institution of BYU, the Southern Madrasa, um, <laughs> has it is a a private uh, Mormon church owned operated school. Yes, um, <clears throat> it is, in my humble opinion, a particularly dreadful place. Fully accredited by the skin of its teeth. By the skin of its teeth, and and hopefully this will help unaccredit it and help it not be so horrific but anyway they have an honor code so when you when you enroll at the university whether you are mormon or not okay subject and a subject for another time why non-mormons go to brigham young university discuss some do right so whether you're mormon or not you have to sign this honor code that has to do with no drinking no smoking uh, you can't be in the apartment of another of a person of the opposite gender after ten o'clock. Right, and you have to, you can only live on or off campus in church approved housing. Right, BYU has to have approved your housing setup. Uh, so, like, there are so there so you're basically in Provo, Utah. If you want to run, if you want to have a uh, uh, apartment, an apartment complex. You kind of have to have it be BYU approved housing, otherwise you're missing out on you. Not a single student yep. in this college town yep. will be able to stay in your complex. Right, even if you're not a Mormon at all, and you just want to do business. Right, in a college town, you have to have, uh, you know, some busybody snoop around your place, right, and, and give you the you know the Betty Crocker seal of approval. Yeah. So you have to sign this honor code. A lot of you know it definitely has to do with apparel, which is crazy. It's like 
skirts below the knee, socks must be worn, no, no beards. No, no beards for men. But they're fine on women. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, super mean. Um, I would actually love that if a woman who was, you know, just was particularly her suit just huh. wore a beard on BYU's campus. And just, just, and just, just as a fuck you. She'd be like, fuck with me. You can't touch me. Yeah, you got nothing, you bitch. You got nothing. <laughs> My ankles are covered, motherfucker. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, most of it has to do with chastity, of course. And yes. that there is no, you know, God, it's a university. So you go to a university. One would think you go to a university to expand your mind, your wealth of life experiences. No. You know, have a couple three ways. What, you, you know. As you do. As you do. That's not what you do at BYU. Not what you do at BYU. It is, it is a middle school dance with hall monitors for four years right. while you get your, you know, leaving degree. Leaving room between you and your partner for the Holy Ghost. That's right. Ew. Spooky. Um, so anyway, you, you have to sign this stupid thing, and then they can expel you. They can, they can suspend and or expel you for any violation of this. Right. Of course, it's completely subjective. <clears throat> Well, yeah. Statistically, uh, women are held to a higher standard with it than are the men. Yeah, boys you know, will be boys. boys will be boys. Come but, on. So uh, it's the girls that really have to watch themselves. Recently, there's been a little bit of a flurry of uh, bad publicity for BYU mm. because girls, uh, female students, have apparently been loath to report sexual assaults and rapes. Because the school suddenly appears with your honor code, your assigned honor code, and says, let's see what you violated in this honor code to put you in a position where you were allegedly sexually assaulted. Yeah, it ends up, yeah, it's it's pretty gross. It's been making national headlines. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, you can't, as soon as a woman says, hey, I was raped... Suddenly she's everybody's suddenly she's under investigation. Yeah, there is an institutional method for victim blaming. Yeah. To instantly come out. Right. And and part of the story, we don't have to go to, into it in great detail. Part of the story is that the local quote unquote secular law enforcement, the city, the taxpayer paid city and county police forces are in collusion. Yeah. To to either slow walk rape and vet. Whoops. Uh oh, Dan just had a <laughs> Dan just ejected. I'm on my own. Everybody. I'm okay. I'm okay. Dan I was. Just, I can't hear anything that's happening right now. My <laughs> my headphones took a took a tumble. They slid off his greasy head. I lost my cans. <laughs> his cans came off. So, so uh, what's happening apparently is it is basically a method of discouraging women from reporting sexual assault. Right. BYU has a, an incredibly low amount of sexual assault reported, uh, be, in, apparently in part because if a woman reports a sexual assault, she knows that she herself will be, uh, will be the subject of investigation. Yeah, you will be stripped naked and beaten up, and then a woman will follow you all the way across campus ringing a bell behind you. Shame. Saying shame. Ding, ding. Okay, ding, ding. A, a minor exaggeration. Maybe, maybe right. that, maybe we're getting that confused with another thing, but I'm pretty sure that's true. Yeah, there were dragons in the Book of Mormon, right? <laughs> I, I can't remember, but something like that. But you know, what's ha what happens is women are like, "Oh, great, you're going to couple my sexual assault with expelling me from school." Right. 
So my life just got so much better. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it's a, it's an ongoing story and I think there's a lot more to develop from it. And, um, it's good. It's getting national attention because it's incredibly disgraceful. It's horrific. Yeah. So, so there you go. And we all know that they're they're They've got workarounds to the honor code, you know, for, yeah, I mean, like, if you know, the, the honor code applies to everybody, but a little bit less to, you know, if you're a star athlete, we're going to get you. You're you're OK. Yeah. The police, the, the campus police will just drive your drunk ass home. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> All right. Moving Pardon. on. Um, I'm going to go to Oklahoma, where the lawmakers are passing lots of bills. And Frank is from. Yeah, that's true. Um, so in Oklahoma, there was a, a a bill. Now we've been we've talked a lot about how they've had they're they're trying to pass bills to get that goddamn Ten Commandments back up and all that stuff. This one, now let me ask you, Mark, in your assessment of the laws of our country, where is it legal to have? Uh, is it legal to have an abortion in this country? Uh, yes. And is it legal for a state to make abortions illegal? In my considered legal opinion, no. No, it's not. Uh, we've had, we, this has been to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has ruled, uh, you have to allow abortions in the United States. Now, Correct. of course, uh, states all over the country, uh, red states all over the country, that is, the more conservative states, have tried everything they can to limit abortions as strictly and narrowly as possible to try and stop it. But you can't stop it. Well, the Oklahoma lawmakers are working. I uh, have a bill that uh, stops it. They, uh, they it's, it's more or less a, a, a full on abortion ban. Um, now, everybody knows that if you do a ban on abortions, all you're doing is creating a lawsuit for yourself uh for the state and oklahoma is currently already uh in a financial bind they're already 1.3 billion dollars in the downside Uh, they've got a 1.3 billion dollar deficit in oklahoma yeah so you can see how people might criticize basically just i'm going to pass a law that equals a lawsuit that we cannot win it's just a money fire it's just I'm just going to put a stacks of cash yeah. in the middle here and then throw mat- lit matches at it until something happens. Yeah, they could take it out in front of their Ten Commandments monument and right. just have a nice you know barbecue. Right, exactly. Yeah, it. But you know it, these message bills, they know they're never going to work. Right. This, but they happen all like they're happening. They happen in Utah every day. Yes. And they're just the like we're trying to take the states trying to seize all the federal land. In the state of Utah. I think Utah has more federal land than any other state. Per capita or, yeah, or per, per square mile or something like per that. Per whatever. And 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 it's never going to happen. No. And we're, there's going to be another lawsuit. And yep. they're going to lose shit tons of money. And they don't care. Right. Because they, because they're they're just, they're grandstanding. They're running for re-election. Right. So they don't, <clears throat> like, yeah, a budget deficit is another thing that they can actually run on. They can be like, yes, yep. I'll fix the budget deficit that See, I created. Government doesn't work. Right. Elect me again. Right, exactly. Uh, this particular uh, one, uh, State Representative, Representative David Brumbaugh, um, was, uh, Brumbaugh. he had, a, he had a, a, a reason why this isn't going to bankrupt anybody. Here's, here's what he said. Huh. He said, 
you know, everybody talks about this $1.3 billion deficit. Uh, he said, if we take care of the morality, God will take care of the economy. Oh, Jesus. He's figured it out. He's yeah. Fig- he's figured out how to, how, to, how to make it work. Yeah. Well, I, I think a, a, a close examination of the economic status of every majority, you know, every God-bothered state <laughs> shows that God it really has kind of tinkered with the... Uh... <laughs> well, it does show, absolutely, because if you look at the states that are the most conservative, that, tr- that, that like institute the the conservative policies you you know you got your uh your kansas yeah you got your kansas uh, is talking about fire kansas is on fire <laughs> that state is just a disaster state, you talk about you know alabama georgia Mississippi. All of these, these are these are the states that have the best economies yep right Best economies, lowest teen pregnancy, highest literacy, best outcomes. You know, right, because infants. because they because they legislate God first and logic second, and it works every single time. It hasn't not worked yet. <laughs> it, it, you know, abstinence only education in Texas didn't not create a massive uptick in teenagers doing anal right. It's all working out <laughs> exactly according to plan. Every one single plus time. One equals two. It's it's so clear. Uh, yeah, it's just I I don't even know what to say. Yeah, well, you know, Frank and I talked about this one time where he's like, "Oh, I, I, we were talking about the marriage equality," and he's like, "Oh, I, I don't think I think it's kind of settled, don't you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, just like abortion, yeah, right." For the past forty five years, just this piranhas nibbling around the edge. <laughs> You know, trying to get to the marrow of the legalities. Right. The hallway has to be this wide. The parking lot must face southeast. The, right, you know, exactly. Thing. Yeah. In order to get an abortion, you have to drive around in a circle for 400 yeah. miles and then and, and wait three, three weeks and yeah. also uh, get permission from your local pastor. Yeah. It's, so it, it's never ending. I just don't think as long as as long as there's trailer parks that reelect. Republicans, I just don't think these things are ever going to go away. These message bills that are just money fires. Yeah, uh, he, he com- so this Brumbach guy compared uh, the abortion legislation to um, to civil rights act of the and the Nineteenth Amendment, which gave gave women the right to vote. He said, "Don't let people tell you unconstitutional arguments, Roe v. Wade, all this." <laughs> Just, just don't let him tell you that. God, it's, his rhetoric is amazing, isn't it? I, it's kind of it's like listening yeah. to Clarence Darrow. Well, yes, it is. Yeah. It is like listening to you don't know. Don't you do the, the law thing with the, <laughs> the, the bee on the same woman? He's, he is a statesman. He is, is he a not truly a statesman? He said, "Do we make laws because they're moral and right, or do we make them based on what an unelected judicial occupant might question or oh, overturn?" I love that whole unelected uh, Article yeah. Three, Section Three of the United States Constitution. Look it up. There's a judiciary. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and we don't elect them, and we're th- and we don't elect them for a reason, like. That's why they're there. And when we have elected judges, as we do, sadly, do in many parts of the country, you get what you expect. Yeah, you, you get, get guys you get, like that. You get Justice, what's his name from Alabama? Chief Justice Roy Moore. Roy from Moore. Al- who's, uh, who's the like chief douchebag of the world. Yeah. He's a horrible piece of shit. Oh, my God. 
All right. Well, should I continue? Well, yeah, move on. Uh, luckily, we're going in a whole different direction. Oh, here. thank God. It is a suppressive person's alert. <laughs> uh, it's our old friends in Scientology. Oh, yeah, they're amazing. It's been a little quiet on the Scientology front for a while, hasn't it? Yeah, kind of. After after the whole uh, brouhaha over going clear, please see that, everyone, if you haven't seen it. Yeah, if so. you haven't seen or read Going Clear, uh, the, the book, I, I understand, is much more informative and better than the movie, but the movie has interesting interviews with former... Yeah. It's, it's eye-opening. Eye-opening. Do you know what's really funny? Is what's that? It... My husband of now 18 years yes, uh, had never, we were both raised Mormon. He had never officially kind of cut the cord with the church. He didn't have any affinity for it. He'd just never gone through the paperwork. Right. And it was going clear that made him go, I got to get out of this. <laughs> I'm still associated with one of these. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So I think there's there's lots of life lessons there for for everybody. Everyone. Yes, indeed. So uh, suppressive persons alert. The... Uh, head of Scientology is one uh, horrible little uh, troll named David Miscavige. <laughs> so he's, I'll, I'll he's be dead in 24 hours. Kind of a cute little monkey. Ugh. He's he's shorter than Tom Cruise. Yeah, that was that was that was. Believe me, of all the reasons to see going clear, yeah, seeing a dude that's actually shorter than Tom Cruise and watching both of their short man's complexes like. On full display uh, is amazing. It is amazing. The they shake hands harder than ever than two men have ever shook hands in the world. Yeah, like, it's the most manly handshake you yeah. ever saw. They have more muscles in their jaws than Schwarzenegger had on his body at his height. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how their tooth, their teeth can stand that compression. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, David Miscavige took over. In apparently there was like a power struggle after L. Ron Hubbard died, or yeah. was or or was kind of uh, exiled to a trailer in the desert. Um, so Miscavige took over. He's a super ruthless little fellow, yeah. and his father was also in the church. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. What's his dad's name? Big, big uh, Ron Miscavige, Mister Miscavige, Big Daddy Miscavige. Yeah. Uh, so he. Uh, he was in the church for a while. When his son took over, I think it was inconvenient for his son to have an authority figure of any kind over him around. Right. So he banished his dad to that. I think it's called gold base and it's, or uh, I do what it's called, but it's in the California desert. And mm. it's, it, it's where they kind of send their quote unquote prisoners to suffer horribly. And where the famous incident of the, the musical chairs happened where people were fighting and, Oh, right. So his father, if I understand it correctly, essentially crawled out of a sewer pipe or a drainage pipe and escaped. Oh, my this God. The father of the head of Scientology uh, managed to escape. So he has uh, written a tell-all. Oh, dear. That is supposed to be coming out in May, I believe. Oh, God. And it is coupled also with uh, Lisa Marie Presley, daughter of the king. Oh, yeah. Uh, is, has just defected. She's, oh, really? And she has apparently quite a story to tell that is going to be, if I'm reading this correctly, featured on 2020 this Friday. So the legal arm of Scientology is at full alert. Wow, yeah. They're... Sending blizzards of threatening letters to everyone, and you've all probably gotten one at this point. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm surprised ours hasn't come. Yeah, where's the TTIA letter? Where's, where's my harassment? Registered mail. Uh, so anyway, this this is pretty exciting. It's, it's always, it's, you know... They're such a fun pinata to kick around. With Seinfeld. <laughs> so it's always exciting when there's bad news for them. Yeah. 
So, you know, and, and we are small enough. We're, uh, you know, I'm proud of our numbers in terms of this podcast, but we're small enough to fly under their radar still. We'll see if one of us ends up mysteriously dead. <laughs> yeah, you'll know. You'll know what's happened. So there you go. Uh, 2020 this Friday. Check it out. Yeah, that's interesting. That, uh, his own dad. That's, yeah, that's he something. put his own dad in prison. In, in, in religion prison. Yep. And a double wide out in the desert. For real. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Well, I've got a thing uh, that relates to us here in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, we have actually a really amazing gay pride festival here in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Uh, most pe- people who come from out of town, friends of mine who have come from out of town from like San Francisco. I know people from San Francisco who have come to the Utah Gay Pride and been like, holy shit. San Francisco is a very gay city for our new <laughs> listeners or people. For, for, for people who haven't lived on this earth before. People new to earth. Uh, yeah. yeah. San Francisco is queer as can be. Why, it's gayer than Sodom and Gomorrah. It's gay as a May Day. Gay as a May Day. It's gay as Kevin Swanson. Yes, indeed. Uh, so, so, yeah. I, I got to say, and I, I've been to the Castro Street Fair in San Francisco and was pretty, like, pretty gay. It's it's gay. But I was like, oh, it's just the same as our gay pride, only with dicks hanging out. Yeah, we don't do the dicks hanging out thing. So right. Much. Ours is more of a family affair. And yeah. maybe that's why <clears throat> this year they have banned a porn site uh, from oh. from their festivities. Oh, mormonboys.com oh. was going to do was going to uh, have a float in the in this year's parade oh wow they've been denied well uh they they're, they're very upset about it um legrand wolf who started the site is that his real name that's amazing. Mm, it may be a pseudonym oh i, I wish it know. was i don't know because it, it means the big wo- oh okay i get it <laughs> the, the big yeah legrand is a totally utah name it's a totally utah name um i've met a legrand actually um but he, he apparently he's he's very upset about it because uh he this plan was to uh was to show up and ha- just have guys in suit and tie not in not in garments yeah. as one might think right because like this you gotta understand this entire website is devoted to just Gay boys who grew up LDS probably, who have always fetishized the uh, the, the the Mormon undergarment and 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 the the wholesome fellows that wear them. And it's it, I, I don't know if you've ever I, I accidentally clicked on it one time. I don't know how I got there. Yeah, I, I, who can explain it? Right. I don't want this to turn into a Denny Hastert thing. <laughs> but I I, uh, I have you ever seen it? It is uh-huh. it is uh, very explicit. Yes, it's yeah, a yeah. gay. It, it's a porn site. Yeah. Uh, make no mistake. It yeah. is. It is. It is pornography. Yeah. But it has to do with uh, yeah, guys in there in you know maybe Mormon missionaries exploring for the first time. Yeah. Or, and I got to say that that magic underwear does not protect your butt. Based no. on that site. <laughs> <laughs> so be warned. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's. Uh, I. I guess I get it. Do you get it? I mean, do, you get, do, you, do you think it's okay that they're doing that? Well, here's the thing. Uh, the, the, uh, the Utah Pride uh, Center, the Utah Pride uh, Festival has always like worked very hard to be a family thing. And they've succeeded. Yeah. It's like a it's like a 4th of July. Yeah, people uh, bring their kids picnic, you and know. you you go out and you just have a good time with a bunch of queers and it's good. But 
There, it's not like the. It's not like when you go to the Pride Parade, you don't see Go Go Boys in almost nothing. Yeah, gyrating see, on a thing. There's quite a lot of that. There's plenty of that. Yeah, yeah. And you know, girls too, and yep. just like a bunch of uh, scantily clad humans. There's, there's fetish people. I mean, genitals yeah. are covered, but there's there's that 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 thing is there. Right. The the sexuality is very much present. It seems weird to me hmm. because this should be. A sex-positive crowd. Yep. And a porn-positive crowd, especially in the environment that we live in in this state right now that is so... Where Repressive. The, where the legislature has now declared it to be a, a you know, this pornography is a... Is a public health crisis. Public health crisis. Yeah. This, I would think that the Utah Pride Parade would be a great place to flip them, to flip the Utah legislature off and say, fuck you. Yeah. We like our porn. I, I agree. I think that, that, you know, the, the people are like, oh, well, you go to the pride parade and, you know, I'm gay, but I just hate that it's always the goofy guy painted gold wiggling his dick around. And it's like, well, you know what? It's also his parade. Yeah. It's that guy's parade too. Yeah. And in a, in a repressive society when that guy has probably lived in, you know, a hellish life up to that fucking moment yeah, that he's his on that family, float. His family has rejected him for being who he is. His family, his society, his Everybody. school. His, and so if he wants to be in gold and waggle up on a stage. I agree. Kill it, buddy. Knock yourself out. I agree. I would only play it, the devil's advocate for five seconds and say yes. something that I think that has been very effective in Utah is... You can't. You go to the gay pride parade, and there's there's the go go boys, and there's the you know the dykes on bikes, and all that stuff. Right. But there are more golden retrievers and strollers than anywhere you'll ever go in your life. Right. And and it we have turned the pride parade for better or for worse into a family affair. Meaning, gay people aren't scary to yeah. the average Utah family anymore, and that that is a good medicine, and that spreads societally. Um, I like that about it. I love that about it. I like that about it, too. And our mayor, several of our mayors have, have you know, marched in the front of the gay right. pride Right. Our parade. current mayor hasn't had a chance to uh, as mayor yet. But be the fact that she's a lesbian kind of makes <laughs> me think she might be she's there. She's so gay. She She's kind of gay. Kind of gay. Um, so I don't know. I, I uh, the, the Mormon boys thing is super provocative. Yes. Which doesn't mean... That they don't have a place right. to be in the parade, but I, I. But Mormons in general, like freak the fuck out at that sort of thing. Yeah, like this this website was probably started less to serve those who would like the yeah. imagery and more to just Provoke. more as a just a fuck you to the church to drive them bananas. But a fuck you to the church by by the way of which I fully approve. Yeah, fully. Approve. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's taken something back from them and that's, Right. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's for those who don't know, those garments, you can give Mormons shit about a lot of things and they'll take it. Like you can say, you know, Joseph Smith was a pedophile and they're like, yeah, I know it's kind of a complicated history. You, right. Or, you know, this, 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 but the garments are fucking off limits. Th they are off the table. Yeah, yeah. Do not talk about them. They will get, they literally, they'll probably just get really so uncomfortable and leave. Yeah. They, it is not open for discussion. Yeah. So if you have a Mormon friend and you want to keep them. That's the subject you don't talk about, in my opinion. Or you ask very respectfully, yeah. and you, uh, and you, you know, the, because, yeah, they're not... Even, like, temple ceremonies are less, right? 
Like you can kind of. It's talk kind about of in that? the same category, I think. Like they won't talk about either because it's. But the garments are so. Maybe it's just because it's literally the closest thing to them. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, but it's touchy, man. Do you people realize, by the way, that they wear their gar like women wear their garments under their bra, <laughs> like the bra goes over the garments. This has to be the closest thing to your body. Pretty much at all times. And as a matter of fact, I heard a fascinating story just the other day. Uh, just yesterday, as a matter of fact. A woman, a Mormon girl that I know, <laughs> went to a Mormon uh, a bridal shower. Mm -hmm. And Mormon bridal showers are always this interesting thing. Because... I've never been... I've, obviously, I've never been to one. But. Right. <clears throat> but there's this whole thing of like, do we or don't we buy... Sexy things. Sexy stuff, right. For at a Mormon bridal shower. Well, this woman got uh, some lingerie uh -huh. as, as a present for the bridal shower. And her mother-in-law said, what's that for? Oh, no. And she said, uh, it's for the wedding night. Oh, and no. the mother-in-law said, well, do you wear it over your garments? Oh, my God. Oh, no. Because And she said, no, you take off your garments to have sex. And her own mother-in-law said... No, you don't. Oh. And literally uh, made it very clear that she has never had sex with her garments off. Ugh. Meaning, now, just so you know, like in Mormonism, it is okay to take your garments off to have sex. Like you can, I think so. It's 100% yes. Yeah. Uh, but she had just never thought. So she literally, she said, no, you just take one leg out, and then you can have sex, and then you just put that leg back in. Oh, my God. That's so so now, so now my friend calls that kind of Mormon one-leggers. <laughs> I've never heard that. That's so fucked That's up. So fucked up. I'm old enough that I remember my my parents. Not this isn't going to be a sex thing, but I remember my parents. My dad had the trap door, like the oh yeah, the button on, like the old prospector. <laughs> like that kind. You have to understand, people. They're. There are different styles of Mormon garments. They're all long leg, like they go down. I think I think style is a, a bridge too far of a word. There are different types. Okay. Yes. Fair. Yeah. Uh, and and like so so the ones that our dads grew up with were one piece. They were onesies. Yep. And they would just so yeah, they had to have a flap. Otherwise, you had to take the whole thing off in order to poop. So yeah. Gross. It's all disgusting. <laughs> so gross. Anyway, uh, you know, if you guys have should anything... We just, should we just end here? This is just, <laughs> I give up okay. on the whole show. We're, we quit. There will be no more episodes. Signing off. That's not true. If you have anything you'd like us to talk about and, uh, and uh, you know, explore in terms of... Uh, Underwear. Share your garment stories. Share your garment stories. Sure. Write into us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Uh, or you can you can call us. You can be on the show yourself with a voicemail. Uh, not this week because that's something Frank does and I don't even know how to access them. <laughs> but uh, but go, go uh, call in by dialing 424-666-8442. Um, or that's 666-TGIA, for those of you who still have phones with letters on it. Um, uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, or try to try to get into the members-only lounge. We'll Pro see. Probably won't work. We'll see if I let you in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if you, if at first you don't succeed, honestly, do try try again because apparently Facebook sort of has timed out some of these requests because I'm lazy, and then uh, the person has to you, you have to just try again. Uh, but keep trying; it's worth being in. It's an awesome group. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, uh, but you have to seek that out because it's closed. Uh, so yeah, we're we're gonna now switch it out. We're gonna listen to one Mister Jim something rather. No, not Jim something rather. Who are we listening to? I don't what was this guy's name? Uh, Benham's. Mm. Let me think. Is that his uh, first name? No, but it should be. I, I am not prepared for this. Yes, Benham's it, McGee. Benham's McFrugelheim. Uh, is going to tell us all about uh, Father's Day and uh, father's stuff and uh, how we're all going to die. (laughs) So what do you see that is happening in America today? And you'll find it in the last chapter of the last verse of the Old Testament. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children, the hearts of the children to their fathers, or I will smite the land with a curse. There it is. That is what is happening here. Fatherlessness. The Heavenly Father, we reject him. We've expelled him from school. We banished him from the schoolyard. We've thrown him out. And he's been replaced with metal detectors, condoms, drugs, and violence of unprecedented order while we're looking at each other with awkward amazement, wondering what has happened here. When you remove God, when you take him out of the equation, violence always enters in. And there is no Republican Party, no Supreme Court, no president, no Congress that can fix that. God has got us in a fix that we can't fix so that he can fix us. And the church of Jesus Christ is the answer. The church of Jesus Christ is what he is longing for. And we are not ashamed of his God. And he is not ashamed. Well, God has gotten us in a fix, which we can't fix, but the fix is in, and I fix you, and boy, we're going to fix each other. God's not giving us any fix. We can't fix our fixings out of with the three three sides of starch. God and I, my wife's fixing to fix breakfast, and I'll fix her if she doesn't fix me something with fixings. Your Cosby's sneaking into that. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, By the way, I I didn't have his name before, but here's what's delightful. So so this is, have you heard of, so there's these two young guys, David and Jason Benham. They're kind of fascist twins. Right. right, Who who almost had a a house flipping TV show and then lost it because uh, everybody found out that they like hate gays and hate uh, you know, and, and, and which is kind of like, funny for guys who fix up little cottages, but I, I know, digress. right? Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, but what the voice that we just heard was their dad, Flip, <laughs> Flip Benham, Flip. Hey, Flip, is that really? Anyway, he's uh, he's I don't a, mean to sound racist, but I've never known a white guy named Flip. Well, you still don't, I just but don't. that's him. Maybe if I get lucky one day, I'll know him. Yeah. What an asshole. And, but, but my, he's, uh, he's fired up. He's, yeah, he's physically extremely energetic there. I feel like one of his gestures almost hit his son in the face. I think he almost completely dislocated his hand with the gesture. <laughs> but uh, I don't understand. Is it just me? How do you square the circle of God is so fucking almighty and powerful that you know he cannot be moves mountains he creates universes he cannot be stopped but we've kicked him out of the schools yeah yeah exactly it's our fault 
that he's not around. Uh, he's just walking down the street outside the school with his hands in his pockets, kicking a can. <laughs> he's just like, stupid school. Let me in, you guys. I created the universe. Now you're going to let me in. <laughs> stupid, stupid. I never even liked that school anyway. It I'm going to send a shooter to kill you all. <laughs> it, like, I, it, they can, and in the same sentence, he's almighty, he's all powerful. Yes. Created the universe. But, uh, but he can't go on school property. Right, yeah. It's like, he's like Dennis Hastert with a restraining order. Oh, I'd like to go over to the gym, but I can't. I just can't. Yeah, I'm they afraid. kick me out. Grr. Yeah. Well, that was fun. He's a grump. Uh, we're gonna skip uh, emails and such because because uh, Frank's not here and there's there's yeah whatever. Anyway, we're we're gonna move on to our final segment. It's a happy one, guys. I, I hope that you guys are looking forward to this as much as we are because what we're going to talk about is parents. To not giving, praying instead of doing real things for their for their young people. We've talked about this concept on the show before. Lots of stories pop up all the time about about Christian folks praying and or uh, treating their children with uh, alternative medicines uh, that are more spiritual. Than those chemicals that they that the doctors want. <laughs> your and your surgeries and your stopping the bleedings, right? And yeah, your, and your transfusions and yeah. whatnot. Um, it you know it, I I actually read an article recently that uh, said that there's the possibility this this hasn't been confirmed. Sources sources say that Prince may have died in part because he was Jehovah's Witness, and there are certain medical things that Jehovah's Witnesses just don't do, like. Blood transfusions or... Uh, well, you know, in fairness, it probably was... His blood type is just straight purple. Is so they probably <laughs> could not find... And yes. I know it's a little soon, and I'm doing it out of love. He has, love. he has the blood type formerly known as O positive. <laughs> now it's just O straight negative. Yeah, uh, I, I... God, you know, the thing is that uh, for, for somebody like Prince, who yeah. is a full-grown adult human being... And by any standards, a genius. And, oh, yeah. yeah, musically, absolutely. Well, and intellectually, obviously, the guy was a smart dude. He was smart, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <clears throat> if that guy wants to refuse treatment for himself and, and, and it ki ends up killing him, fair play. Shitty? Uh, stupid, perhaps. Died too young. Had every right to do so, though. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, however... I'm a firm believer that adults should have the right to refuse treatments for themselves. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. You can call it stupid and you can you can complain about it later, but they have the right to do that. However, uh in the case of one Mariah Walton, um which which was our, which we took as our jumping off point a a an article in uh the Guardian newspaper about this young woman and and the, her Fundamentalist Mormon, uh, so not LDS, not proper Brighamite uh, Salt Lake City Mormons, but like a, a Mormon offshoot sect that her parents were in uh, that, don't, that, that doesn't believe in, um, in what, how you say, medicine. Yeah. They believe in prayer. Yeah. Uh, so when she was born with a, a hole in her heart, uh, something that by all accounts is eminently fixable i've known people who were born with that problem and they've they're living completely normal lives right yeah uh her because they had a procedure 
Her parents opted out of the procedure, the medical procedure, and instead decided that they could fix it with prayer and... Uh, rancid olive oil. And bullshit. Literally, rancid olive oil is their balm. Mm. So she, this young woman, you can see a picture. If you want to set your blood to a pretty stiff simmer, read this Guardian article, and yeah. you can see uh, a photo of this young lady. Um, with her oxygen going into her nose. Yep, and she's in terrible shape. She her 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 lungs are complete, almost completely destroyed because of this problem. Right. And so I don't know how much longer she has to live. She's, she's only twenty. She's a twenty-year-old person right now, uh, and her life is completely fucked by this right. idiot decision by her parents not to. Seek proper treatment. Yeah. She's making headlines in part because she wants her parents. She would love to see her parents prosecuted for this. Yeah. That cannot be easy, but fuck them. All right. They've basically like sentenced her to a long, slow, painful death at a, at a, at a very short life. Yeah. And she was not allowed to make a religious decision as an adult for herself. If she wanted to be part of this, I think. I'm just going, going a little Old Testament here. I think that a procedure to open holes in their hearts would probably be fair play. Eye for an eye. Yeah. And a hole in a heart for a <laughs> hole in a heart. And a ventricular hole for ventricular <laughs> hole. So uh, the problem is that Idaho, a neighboring state of ours, and I think uh, a neighboring state to Utah, and I think it's kind of Utah's hat. <laughs> it's Utah's super wiggity, wiggity, pointy hat. Yes. Um, it's it's a Canada toucher. Yeah, it is. <laughs> How dare you, touching, sir? Touching Alberta right on the bottom. <laughs> it's tickling Alberta's balls. Um, ooh. Um, they are one of six states, apparently, that have this idiot law where if you let your child die and it was for religious reasons, you're good. You're okay. You're super good. You're not going to be imprisoned. You're not even going to be prosecuted. And this article goes on to say that so Butch, again, we've talked about Butch on this show before. Butch Otter, the very strangely named governor of Idaho. A strange name for a strange governor of a strange state. It's and, probably my favorite governor name of all time. Uh, oh, there must be, I'll, I'll think of one as we're going along. Uh, there's, good, there's other good ones. Um, he commissioned a study of this of these relig this particular religious sect yeah. in Idaho. And, and odd that he would do that because he's super, super conservative. But he found that study found that their child mortality rates were ten times that of the country, that of the surrounding state. Oh, that, that wow! Of anywhere else in Idaho, and yet has done nothing with that information. Right. Well, and it's amazing because yeah, you can travel up there and you can actually go through and find all of these little uh, baby grave markers. Yeah, they're all over the place. Yeah, and it's a not just these fundamentalist Mormons. Uh, they also have because they have these uh, permissive laws. They have been they they've attracted several other sects that don't believe in this stuff. So there's a Pentecostal sect yeah. that's that's uh, that does it uh, called the Followers of Christ. Um, and if they mean following him to death, then yeah. yes, that's exactly right. Yeah, so it's it's super disturbing. There there are other discussions in this article about you know there's some people who've uh, escaped these cults, like Brian, a guy named Brian Hoyt, who's 43, and he talks about uh, at five years old holding his dying baby brother while they rubbed rancid oil on him and yeah. 
and the baby died and they blamed it on him. They said, well, you just weren't faithful enough. Wow. Yeah. yeah that's quite a mind fuck right there. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that really? right there constitutes, in my mind, uh, psychological abuse. So while they were uh, phys- while they were murdering one son, yeah. they were abusing the other. Yeah. That's always a fancy mm-hmm. thing to do. And weirdly, it stuck with him all these years. Strange. Yeah. You'd think that he could get right over that. <laughs> Fuck. So um, all of these uh, seem to be, and this art- article is fascinating in this way, seem to be relics of uh, a Nixon administration decision. Yes. In which the, the, the Nixon administration uh, made... They were trying to shield. Uh, they were trying to uh, uh, get protect kids from child abuse, but in doing so, yeah. two Nixon advisors, H.R. Uh, Halderman and what was the other guy's name? The, the guys that went to jail for Watergate, right? John were, John Ehrlichman was the other. Were Christian scientists. Uh, there were Christian scientists, yeah. and they were like, "But wait, you got to protect us." Yeah. Or we don't believe in medicine, so let's put some protections in for us guys. Oh, thanks, Nixon. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so Boy, yeah, that's a this... that's a real blemish on his record. Oh my God. So there. Yeah, it's true on his on his pristine and and uh, lily white record. Raised a Quaker. Oh yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. One of history's greatest warmongers was raised a Quaker. Yeah. There you go. Um, a story of religion going wrong. You heard it here first. Yeah. Oh. Who's who would have seen that coming? Yeah. The thing is, so so yeah, you got Ehrlichman and Haldeman. Uh, make, Crim- criminals. They are. Yeah. Yes. They ended up being uh, uh, prosecuted and and, and 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 rightly so and and jailed criminals. Yeah. Uh, but yes, they were the ones who paved the way for it to be legal in what? What did you say? Six states. Six states, and I couldn't. I didn't see readily what the others were. I'm praying that we don't live in one of them, but we certainly might. Right. Uh, where where it's basically effectively okay to kill your kid. A literal get out of jail free card. Yeah. And in fact, there there was also in this story reference to uh, the coroner showing up. To examine the body of, a, you know, to take the body of a teenager uh-huh. who had died uh, because her esophagus ruptured uh, from some some cure they tried to give her, and she vomited so violently her esophagus ruptured. She holy shit! And the family said, "Get out!" And the coroner's like, "Okay." So they didn't perform an autopsy on a teenager, right? Why did this person die? This is an unusual thing, right? So uh, this is this is pretty ghastly. It got me down the road of. And I've always wondered about this, and I, this was a perfect uh, time for me to look this up and try to figure it out. Yeah. What are the rights of children? Right. Sure. What sure. are the rights in this, you know, in the United States? What are the rights of children? Um, and I, it's a bit of a mixed bag. Okay. But several Supreme Court decisions have supported the idea that children's, their rights to bodily integrity, to health. Yeah. To education supersede their parents' religious beliefs. Yeah, I mean it keeps coming up. It's something that comes up fairly regularly. Yeah, uh, because somebody else tries some bullshit uh, with their kids, and the government has to say, "I know that you have religious beliefs. Doesn't matter. You still have to like take care of your people." Yeah, you have a legal responsibility. To raise up and uh, and protect and educate these people that you made. Yeah. Well, it seems 
logical, it <laughs> seems like, but it's not always the case. So right. uh, uh, the, there was the fa- there's a famous case called Prince versus Massachusetts, not the Prince priorly, prior discussed, where a J-Dub family, Jehovah's Witness family, was forcing their uh, very underage girl to stand in the cold and hand out pamphlets seven days a week. Oh, yeah. And uh, the uh, a do-gooder sued on her behalf and won. Holy crap. And it was proven that she, her well-being superseded the beliefs of her parents. Sure. Uh, great decision. Um, I actually looked up the, uh, the United Nations uh, Declaration of the Rights of a Child from yeah. 1959. And we know that anything the United States, the United Nations decides is law. Well, yes. It's enforced. It's enforced uh, in full effect yeah. uh, on uh, the moon. <laughs> so, but I happen to agree with it. So let's, yeah. uh, let me give you a quick rundown. Okay. They have the right to equality without distinction on account of uh, race, religion, or national origin. Okay. The right to special protection for the child's physical, mental, and social development. Yeah. The right to a name and a nationality. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. You have to have a country. Uh, yeah, apparently. Yeah, you do. You have to have a country. You can't be a... I wish it wasn't the case, but you do. Uh, the right to adequate nutrition, housing, and medical services. The right to special education and treatment when a child is physically or mentally handicapped. The right to under uh, understanding and love by parents and society. The right to recreational activities and free education. They're saying the right to love. Yeah, that's... that's interesting. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the right... This is... I like this one. The right to be among the first to receive relief in all circumstances. Mm. Uh, the right to protection against all forms of neglect, cruelty, and exploitation. Mm. And the right to be brought up in a spirit of understanding, tolerance, friendship among peoples, and universal brotherhood. Well, good luck on that one. I, I, I would like to meet the person who would publicly disagree with any of those things and I, hear them make their case. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't know that you have the right to love. I, you can't force other people to love you, unfortunately. But I mean, I think... I've tried all my life. It doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. Love me. Love me, please. Take me home or I'll kill myself. I just feel like... But I feel like, yeah, at very least, base level, you don't, ha- I, you don't have to agree to all of those. No. But can we all just agree that if the kid has a medically treatable 99.9% uh, positive results disease or or ailment 50 50 is fine get in there yeah get the fuck in there and get that doctor now here's what's amazing those parents who refuse the treatment kid dies boop no please don't even question them nope walk away clean if the doctor performing that life-saving thing fucked up or was negligent boop jail lawsuits you'll owe money all sorts of things happen here's what i don't understand these Christians, these people who will not treat their kids because they believe Jesus will save everybody. Yeah. They believe Jesus will save that child, but they're the ones who are like, oh my God, it's murder if you have an abortion. Yeah, I know. These are the same people who like will decry murder from the hills yep. if someone aborts a, a non-viable fetus. These, they're the pro-birth. Correct. Right. Pro-birth but once they're out of the womb, yep. fuck them. If you got a hole in your heart, fuck you, Jesus. Right. If Jesus chooses not to save you, that's your problem. Yeah. 
Well, where's that Jesus yeah. when the baby's in the womb? Was it, was it Ted Cruz? I can't remember which candidate this cycle when, when they were asked about that horrible situation in El Salvador where a nine-year-old or an 11-year-old, must have been 11, please a, let it be 11. A was, kid. Yes, was pregnant with her father's baby. Right. And he's like, well, you know, it's life. What are you going to do? <laughs> and those same people are the ones that kind of shrug at this law. Where it's like, of course you don't have to get medical help for your kids. They're fucking property. They well, and and Jesus, God will save them. You know, these are good. These are good God fearing people. The, and I am, who am I to tell them what what to do with their kids? It's it's baffling. I just, I, you know, then there was this story from Canada, and this is this is there's a a bit of a happy oh, ending to this. Yeah, where fundamentalist Mormon parents who were also naturopaths. And ran a naturopath company. And if you don't know what naturopath means, it means nothing. It means nothing. It means that they 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 believe in nature, uh, and that and that doesn't mean anything. They generally believe in maple syrup and cayenne pepper. So that's seriously, what, yeah. Those those are the medicines God has provided you to season yourself with. So these two did not seek uh, help for their. 19 month old who had meningitis right they decided instead to marinate him and his rapidly increasing infection in fucking maple syrup and yeah. cayenne pepper well by the time this neighbors convinced them to take him to the hospital they could his body was so stiff with infection they couldn't put him in his car seat right took him to the hospital of course he died well it's canada thank god so there are some laws right. that apply to this sort of bullshit right so they have been found guilty of. Uh, there's a great term for it in Canada. I can't see. It's called. It's called child murder, eh? <laughs> it's sorry, child murder. Um, <laughs> they've been found guilty, and they're facing uh, a five-year prison sentence for it. Here's the other thing, though. They killed a child. They get five years. Five years. If you, you went outside and straight up murdered a child right now. Killed a 19-month-old kid. Oh, I'd be in jail for, for life. You'd get the death penalty in Utah. Yeah. Yeah. And you would be deservedly in jail for life. However, even if Utah, and neither of us have bothered to look up what the law is here. I'm, but, af I'm afraid to look. But let's assume, let's just say that Utah doesn't have protections for these, for these uh, just for the sake of argument, mm. for this kind of a thing. And someone, someone lets their child die because they were praying instead of getting, getting them the treatment that they needed. Yeah. Even in Utah, that person would get a tiny sentence because they because they had these sincere beliefs and because they were they were trying something. They didn't want to kill their child. Well, I, I think for the most part in Utah, we're, we're lucky. Is that the word? We're lucky that for the most part, mainstream Mormons do believe in medical science. Right. There's bits of it they don't like. Psychiatry is still a little. Eh, right. But. As far as like chemotherapy, transplants, oh, yeah. blood, you, you knock yourself. And we, you, we talked about, you talked about a couple of weeks ago, boob jobs all day. Sure. Right. So uh, luckily that's the case. So I think that should less, be, by the way, that should be the LDS church's new, uh, new motto. Boob jobs all day. Yeah. Rather than put your shoulder to the wheel. Or sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I think we're a little bit lucky with that. But there are crazy. I mean, we do have the fundamentalists and we do have the desert dwellers and yeah. we do have the. I still, I still think, I think that here's the thing. This shit is prosecuted in a lot of states, but even when it is, 
You know, there were some recent high-profile cases in, in Oregon. It's mitigating. So, yeah, nobody's charged with first-degree murder. Nobody's charged yeah. with, like, you're charged with some sort of de- degraded manslaughter charge. Yeah. And you get, negligence. Negligence. Yeah, yeah. Criminal negligence. But nevertheless, you get, you know, you get maybe five years of jail time as opposed to, you know, there was one family that two of their kids died. Yeah. And then, and are they serving consecutive life sentences? Are they facing the death penalty? Which I'm not a death penalty person, but no. Right. They're not facing murder charges. No. They're facing these. I mean, it these blows. People, it blows my. I'm sorry. This is this is clearly an agitating subject, but it blows my fucking mind that there are not criminal penalties akin to murder. Yeah. For this, like, it's your own child. Yeah. You know, I mean, and here's the thing. I actually have a lot of sympathy for these parents. They've been they've 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 been led to believe something that is that is not true. Yeah. But they believe it with all of their heart so much so that they put their trust into this belief system uh, with the with the their own child's safety and welfare. Yeah. And when it doesn't work out, I can't imagine the feelings that they go through because I do. I believe that they love their children. I'm not. I don't believe that they that they're that they, or at least in many cases, yeah. I'm perfectly willing to believe that they love their children as much as any parent loves their children. Right. So then they love their child, and in some cases they're charged. They lose their child, and they're charged with a criminal uh, with a crime. Yeah. I feel for them. <clears throat> Nevertheless, we have to deter this behavior. Exactly. And and we let first of all. We, you have to get a license for your fucking dog. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, any, if you if you want to catch a fish, you got to get a license. Yeah, any Ezekiel and Sarah can just run off and have a fucking baby. Yeah, and and then that person, you know, society entrusts this child to these people. I think uh, you were saying you sure you, they love their children. I think in a lot of these cases, these people are so mentally and emotionally disfigured from their belief system. I don't think they do. I think that they 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 feel their children are some com- combination of property and a responsibility to p- pass on this religion. They don't see them as human beings or mm. they don't see them as individuals that they have to help become autonomous and move on with their lives in the future. Yeah. They're subject to this belief system. So they're, they're lesser than, right? I really believe that. <sighs> I, I, my family had a little bit of a fundamentalist bent. Yeah. And that was definitely the vibe is you're not an individual. You're you're part of the Borg, right? You're you're a cog in this machine, and this machine must always go on, right? And and I think it's just it's so disfiguring, yeah, that you lose you lose sight of the humanity, your own humanity first, right, and then the humanity of the child, right? Because everything is secondary to everything. This 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 belief system and this God person and yeah. all of this stuff. They've already given up their intellect. They've already given up their freedom, right? They've already given up their curiosity. Giving up, giving up their child is just the next logical step, I think. Well, human sacrifice, Dan. Indeed, kind of is. Kind of is. Yeah. Well, okay. So, on that happy note, <laughs> I think we'll call it a day. If you guys have anything you want to say about this <sighs> subject, if you if if we're wrong and you know what's right, go ahead and chime in, please. Uh, you can write to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call in uh, 424-666-8442, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIatheist, and click on like. 
that's what you're supposed to do. Yes. In this day and age of of the social media. And you can only click on like because there isn't a love box. That's right. Yeah. Uh, or go to the uh, and or go to the uh, face uh, the TGIA members only lounge, which is a group on Facebook. You'll have to search it out uh, and uh, and and ask to be a member. Oh, so there we go. There you have it. Uh, thanks to Mackenzie for running our fine uh, our fine uh, Facebook page. Uh, thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their beautiful music. Their continued indulgence. Yes, indeed. And thank you, Mr. Mark. For uh, for filling in. Thank you for inviting me on to have this wonderful discussion. Oh, we're so happy. <laughs> we're all walking away from this one joyful. <sighs> and thank you, dear listener, for tuning in to our little show here. Farewell. Goodbye. Goodbye.